Well, good morning. What a great day it's been already in church. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. Uh, and I wanna take a quick moment to promote our Christmas service that's happening next week, 19th of December, 10 o'clock, right here in this room, in this building. The team's been working hard, uh, you know, round the clock, just making it all prepared and beautiful. And can I encourage you to be a part of it, bring your families, bring your kids. We'll have Kids Church happening. Um, and uh, bring somebody, let's share Christmas together. We've got a lot of other things lined up uh, and the more, the better. Uh, and so I believe it's gonna be absolutely powerful. Let's finish this year strong in Jesus' Name. Well, this morning, I've got a message that uh, wasn't necessarily part of the agenda, if I could use that word. Uh, you know, uh, last week at our Sunday service, as I was preaching, my message sort of took a detour and, um, and somehow that detour was a Holy Spirit detour and it resonated a lot with our people that I started getting messages all through the week saying that, me that point spoke to me, that message, that, that particular portion of the message had to deal with me. Uh, it's not the most uh, comfortable topic to talk about. Uh, it's a bit controversial uh, and, and the topic is about prosperity. And my point was having a prosperity mindset. And so my message this morning is a prosperity mindset. Now, the moment I use those words prosperity, the moment those words came out of my mouth, you might think, oh, Pastor Alwyn, he's lost the plot. He's been watching this and that or reading this and that and wants to buy a private jet or something of that sort. No, that's not, that's not the motivation. Uh, we got to understand that anything in the kingdom that is genuine, anything in the kingdom that is of high value, there's always going to be something that's counterfeit. There's always going to be something that is fake. In other words, you only find fake Louis Vuitton bags. You'll never find a fake Coles bag. You know what I'm saying? I know it sounds funny, but you'll never find a bag. Oh, this one's the original Coles bag. This one's the original this is the fake Coles bag. No, you'll only find something fake of something that is valuable. And so in times past, there's been doctrines out there and understandings out there and things that have been taken to different extremes. But I, I believe in many ways, people that have pulled back, uh, you know, in many ways, the enemy has tried to rob us from what God has given to us, what God has graced us. And I wanna read this opening scripture to sort of set the tone for what I wanna share. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, these are the words of the Lord to the prophet Jeremiah to his people, the children of Israel. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. We've all heard the scripture in, in times past. For I know I have the plans for you. I would ask, what are those plans? Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. You know, if there's anything considering the year, years we've had, 2020 and 2021, everyone's looking towards the future. Everyone's looking towards uh, the message of hope. Everyone's looking for a little bit of joy. Everybody's excited, sometimes a bit nervous uh, with all sorts of things happening around the world, but we all want a bit of hope. But what preceded hope was this message that said, plans to prosper. You know, I think for us to be people that carry hope, we need to embody this understanding that God has called us to live a life that is prosperous. I think it's really important. Now, I, I wanna share with you two reasons why I believe God wants to prosper. The first reason is God wants to prosper you is because He wants to bless you to be a blessing. 
It's not to be a holder. It's not to look at me. It's not to be selfish. It's actually to live a bigger selfless life. It's, good. it's, it's actually to think bigger, to operate bigger, to, to dream bigger. It's that I'm a blessing, to, I'm, I'm blessed to be a blessing. That's the first reason. The second reason I wanna share a thought around this is we find in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses is about to retire. He's about to step into his reward. He's about to pass away. And he leaves these words with the children of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse 17. In the ESV, it says, You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and His testimonies and His statutes, which He has commanded you. I want you to notice there are three different things that Moses addresses the children of Israel to keep. The first is commandments. There you go, the Ten Commandments. The second is testimonies. Testimonies are stories, stories of the goodness of God, stories of what God has done, stories of how He parted the Red Sea, stories of how He provided them food, stories, right? But then there was a third word that we don't hear a lot about called statutes, which is, uh, you know, uh, so I wanna, I wanna build on what that means. Commandments, commandments tell us what to do. Testimonies tell us what God is about to do or show us the nature of God, but statutes teach us how to think. And if you read the book of Psalm, there's this constant emphasis of David, where he says, I'm constantly meditating about your statutes, because what he's saying, the values of God, when it becomes my values, it changes the way I think. It changes the way I operate. It changes my mindset. It changes the way I believe. It changes things. And so the other reason why God wants to make us prosperous is because He wants to save us from what I call stinking thinking. Stinking thinking. And if you, if you read, if you look at the Bible, you've got the book of Genesis. Then you've got Exodus, which was the, the, the deliverance of Israel from Egypt, Exodus. Then you've got Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you find Moses writing all these books before they enter the promised land. You know why? Because God knew if they took that mindset, that slave mindset, that small mindset, that small thinking into this land, this land flowing with milk and honey, this expansive land, this blessed land, they would destroy it. They would make it a curse. And so God was teaching them values. God was teaching them His ways. God was teaching them how to think. God was showing them how to process. God was teaching them how to renew their minds so that when they enter this new land that God has blessed them with, they would have the wisdom, the grace, the capacity to lead, to thrive, to grow into all that God has called them to be. And that is what I call that prosperity mindset. So based on what I've shared, the two reasons, I wanna share with you a couple of thoughts around prosperity. Number one, prosperity reveals how I see God and myself. And recently I had uh, one of the greatest experiences of my life. And uh, maybe you've heard about it, maybe you haven't, but maybe watch one of the videos online on YouTube and you hear more about it. But in this heavenly experience, one of the things I <clears throat> came in contact with, with was how much resources God has for His children in heaven, how much heaven backs us, how much heaven cares for the dreams that He's put in our hearts, how much heaven cares for our churches, our businesses, our ministries, our lives. Uh, you know, everything is, is there, taken care of. And it really challenged my mindset because uh, at some point I switched from 
relying on God, just God, I need you for the big things, but begin to not rely on God for the not so big things, you know, my daily needs, my daily cares, the daily things that I face. And I realized that uh, there was a level of small mindedness that crept inside of me. And I'm reminded when I read James chapter one, verse 17, it says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Church, I want you to know that the world around us has changed. The leaders around us might have changed. Politicians might have changed. Systems might have changed. Expectations might have changed. Check-in systems might have changed. But we have a Father who does not change. And what the Bible is saying is His particular characteristic and His character is He's good. He's perfect. But guess what? Because He's good, Every good and perfect gift is from above. God has gifts for us in heavenly places. And notice where it comes from, it comes from heaven. In other words, heaven has a different mindset. And I want you to notice it also uses the word Father. See, you gotta understand this. You will grab on a prosperity mindset, not when you know just who you are, but when you know whose you are. Who do you belong to? You belong to God. You're not just God's servant. You're God's child, you're God's son, you're God's daughter. And, 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 and you know, He created you in His image. When you look in the mirror, I want you to capture this. When you look in the mirror, there's a part of you that looks like God, that looks like your Father. How powerful is that? There's a part of you that carries that. In other words, when I've understood my identity, whose I am, I understand who I am. When I know whose I am, who I belong to, I understand who I am. And so prosperity reveals how I see myself and how I see God. That's my first thought. The second one is a prosperity mindset changes how I see the world, how I see the world. You know, a lot of times when you don't have this mindset, you're constantly looking at the problems around you. You're constantly tense, you're constantly burdened. And I understand there are some of us that are going through some real, difficult scenarios and situations in our life. I understand some of us going through health difficulties. I understand that. But this mindset, even in spite of the difficulties we face, even in spite of the tensions around us, it awakens us to rise above the problems. It awakens us to go, how can I solve this problem? How can I be a part of solving this problem? Maybe this problem can't be solved, but can I find another problem? Can I find another situation that I can make a difference? I can, I can add value. What are the things that I can change? That's what this mindset brings about. Matthew chapter five, verse 14, it says, "'You are the light of the world. "'A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. "'Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father. Again, James, we just spoke about that scripture in James. Your Father, where? In heaven. See, when we put forth the light that Jesus has given us, the hope that Jesus has given us, the mindset that He's called us to walk in, the values that He's given us through His Word, that He reminds us constantly through His Holy Spirit. And in times of worship, we shine a light. And the light is not 
to attract people to us, though people are drawn to us, but as they look deeper, the light reflects the light of our Father in heaven. It's a testament of the gospel. See, when we walk in this big mindset, when we walk in this expansive mindset, when we walk in this heaven mindset, it's not arrogant, it's not abrasive, it's, it's, a, it's, it's from a place of humility, but it also carries an essence that says, I belong to another place. I'm backed by another source. And, and there's a sense of, I wanna bring change. I wanna bring transformation. I wanna bring growth wherever I grow. I wanna solve problems. And I wanna ask us this morning, as followers of Jesus, during this crisis, during this situation, during COVID and all that sort of stuff, are we hiding under the bed? Are we putting the lamb in a hidden place? Or are we being conduits of hope? Are we buying into the fear or are we being communicators of hope? Because the gospel message is only one message, that it's good, that there's hope. And let's be carriers of that. And that's what this mindset brings us about. Let's look at what the Lord has done in our lives and say, what can I be a part of solving? And that connects me to my third thought on prosperity mindsets. Number three, time and talent becomes a service. Time and talent becomes a service. You know, let me tell you, every person, I've shared, I always share this with my team, always share this with people close to me. You know, we all have different bank accounts, we all have different opportunities, we all have different things, but Elon, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Bishop T.D. Jakes, whoever you look up to, maybe a soccer player, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, you know, a basketball player, LeBron James, uh, that business person or whoever you look up to and yourself, you all have one thing in, in common. You've got the same amount of time in a day, 24 hours. No matter how rich they get, no matter how famous the person is, no matter how gifted they are, that one thing they cannot add or subtract, right? Same amount of time per day. But here's what I've come to realize, small mindset causes us to keep all our time to ourselves and think that we've got nothing worthy to offer. Or even worse, small mindset causes us to be selfish. So we think we, we are so much, we're such a big deal. Uh, you know, we, we redefine who we are and we try to sort of keep it to ourselves. But let me tell you, when you have a big mindset, when you have a prosperity mindset, it causes you to understand that you and I have been called to be generous a generous spirit comes upon us. In fact, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 20, 25 says, the generous will prosper. See, the more you're generous, the more this, this mindset catches on you, catches up with you. Uh, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. That's what's happening this morning. The team here, what are they doing? They're refreshing us. They're refreshing you. They're generous with their time. A lot of them are not paid to do this. Sometimes people have this thing that people in church, oh, they're all being paid. They're not being paid. They're being paid with, with this other spirit, with this mindset that they carry, this generous mindset that they carry. And they say, you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna step in, I'm gonna, and as they are, you know what, they're stepping into that place of prosperity. Their world gets bigger. The generous will prosper, they will get bigger and their world expands. You know, you notice this in the Bible. You look at the life of Joseph. I'll talk about him later on in another thought, but I wanna just point to him for a moment. Joseph constantly lived his life helping other people. Not trying to help his brothers, but got in trouble 
trying to, trying to help Potiphar, but got in trouble there. He goes to the prison again, helping, generous with his time, generous with his gift, generous with his talent. He helps the king, generous. He helps the whole nation recover during, during a famine. He, and not just the, that nation, but the other nations of the world. Why? Because he was constantly generous. You look at this guy called Daniel. Daniel was taken into captivity and, and starts working for the king that took him from his family. But you know what? He became generous with his giftings, generous with his time, and God expanded him and God grew him and gave him prominence. You look at the guy, Abraham. A lot of us know a lot about Abraham, but there's a lot of Abraham we don't know of. of. You notice Abraham, later on in his life, kings, Abraham himself was not a king, but kings came to consult with him. Kings would give him gifts and he would give gifts to kings. And it was just this constant, why, how? How does someone who lives in a tent gets visited by kings? It's that prosperity mindset because prosperity is not the state of a bank account. It's a mindset you carry. It's not a hoarding mindset. It's a hospitable mindset. It's a mindset of hospitality that cares, that's generous, that's there. Here's my fourth thought. When you really understand prosperity mindset, it makes me practical or makes you practical. Prosperity mindset makes us practical. See, I've heard people that talk about this topic and they think that they just need to sit back, relax, God's gonna just do this and they're gonna do that. It's, it's from a selfish, passive posture. But let me tell you, when you get this into your understanding, when you get this based on what the Scripture says, they have an understanding that they need to take next steps. Prosperity mindset people are making phone calls. They're reaching out. They're thinking, who can I call? Who can I text? Who can I help? Who can I call? Who can I text? Who can I help? You know, constantly, this is what I'm thinking about every day, every minute. God, who can I call? Who can I text? Who can I help? Who can I love on? Who can I care for? Who, who's on your heart, God? Show you, as a pastor, that's what I'm thinking. Now that's my world, but what about in your world? What, what is it in your realm that you can, you can say these same things? What can I do today? In fact, we read about Solomon. Solomon is busy doing his thing. He's going about doing his thing. His father, King David, has a dream of building this temple, of building this palace. And in no way was he looking to be famous. But for whatever reason, his fame begins to spread the land and kings and queens visit him. And there's this moment where the queen of Ethiopia, you know, Ethiopia to Israel is a far journey. Uh, especially if you're not, it's, it's all about plane, but if they're traveling with camels and horses and all that, it's a, it's a far journey, but travels all the way to see Solomon. And look what happens in 1 Kings chapter 10, verse seven. These are her words. However, she's telling Solomon, I did not believe the words that people spoke about you until I came and saw with my own eyes. And indeed, the half was not told me. In other words, I only heard half of what was said. Your wisdom, notice the words, and prosperity exceed the fame of which I heard. Your wisdom and prosperity. You know, when you grab a hold of this mindset, wisdom begins to rise up. Uh, you know, and the Bible says that 
The house is built on wisdom. Wisdom builds the house. See, when you focus, when he focused on building the temp temple, when he focused on putting God first, when he began to focus on exercising what was before him, the next steps, the next steps, the next step, calling the carpenter, calling this person, calling whatever's needed, what was said before him, fame spread. Now, a lot of times we live in a day and age where we focus on becoming famous. It's all about becoming viral, right? It's all about becoming famous. Yeah, I tell people, it's good to go viral, just, just make sure you're not a virus, right? <laughs> it's, it's one thing to go viral, but if people catch on to it, are they gonna catch the virus or are they gonna catch something worth, like are they gonna catch hope, right? So, so, so many times we, we live in a generation, it's all about becoming famous, but Solomon was not about that. People that catch this mindset are not focusing on fame. They're not focusing on views. They're not focusing on likes. They're just focusing on, on what is ahead of them building what is ahead of them, building what, whatever God puts in their hand. And as they're faithful with that, as they operate in wisdom and as they operate in this big mindset, or they operate with, with these steps and these values, you know what happens? Things grow, things expand. And guess what? Maybe a few people might catch wind of it. Maybe some people might come and see what God is doing. And I think there's a, there's a great beauty that comes with it. But we don't do these things for that. But this is a result of that. And he's my fifth thought and my last one. Prosperity mindset causes me to maximize my limitation. I want to explain that, but I want to share that one more time with you. Prosperity mindset causes me to maximize my limitation. What do you mean by that? Maybe you're hearing this message, you're like, oh, you're talking about Solomon, you're talking about Joseph, and you're talking about uh, all these guys in the Bible that had all these big visions and dreams, but, but I don't have much. I, I don't even have a job or I don't have you know much in the bank and I don't have I don't have it going and my parents are this or my environment doesn't allow me or my relationships whatever this issues there are limitations it could be a relationship it could be a career situation it could be an education situation it could be anything right there's a limitation but I want to share with you about a guy in the Bible called Joseph who he every every season he had incredible limitations this guy was accused and uh, before he was accused, he was sold by his own family into slavery, limitation number one. And then from there, he gets taken as a, as a prisoner. And before that, he gets taken as a slave into this home and there he's good there, but then gets falsely accused, gets thrown into prison, limitation number two, limitation number three. But I want you to read a scripture to you, Genesis 39. This was the thing that changed my understanding on prosperity. Genesis 39, verse two and three, the Lord was with Joseph and he was, he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. I wanna break this down. Joseph was a slave, was a servant, right? And the Bible says God was with him. See, you can be serving somewhere. You can be in the pits of slavery and God can be with you. And it says his master saw the Lord. Do you know this master of Joseph was not, was not a follower of the same God. He wasn't a Christian. He didn't believe in this God, but yet recognized God in his life. See, this is what happens when you have a big mindset. You can be in a low place. When you, when you, when you have a big mindset, you can be in a pit. When you, have a, when you have a big mindset, you can be a slave, but people that don't even believe in your God will start seeing God in your life because God causes that mindset for you to make you 
prosper. So we read that in Genesis 39. Well, things don't get better, things get worse. A few verses later, he gets thrown into prison and check out what happens when Joseph goes to jail. Genesis 39, 22. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. This is bizarre to me. The guy is in jail and in jail, he finds favor with the guy responsible and says, I'm putting you responsible for cell number uh, 75 to 96. I don't care, you, you just do the rosters, you organize them, you do. I mean, he's rising in the ranks of leadership in prison. Why? Because a prison system, a prison situation couldn't stall the prosperity mindset that he carried. So you might be in a prison, you might be in a situation that's locked you in. The, it might be paperwork, it might be visas, it might be whatever, right? But if you have this mindset, if you have this understanding that God is with you, that God is for you, that He is your Father, you can outgrow that. And what will begin to happen is when you outgrow even that system that seems to limit you, heaven looks on that. And the windows of heaven opens over your life in a new way and says, I need to take this guy from the prison to the palace. You notice this all the way through from the pit to being a slave to the prison. Constantly there was one word that followed Joseph. He was prosperous. He was prosperous. He was prosperous. He was prosperous. You know why? Because he didn't allow his bank account or his financial status or the car he drove or the clothes he wore, whatever, to determine what was on the inside. He said, you know what? I'm gonna carry this mindset. God's given me a dream. God's put this in me and He was faithful in that. And that's my prayer for us. Let's not allow our bank, bank balances. Let's not allow what's in the account, what's not in the account. Let's not allow the status of our business. Let's not allow unpaid bills. Let's, let's not allow what we're driving, our needs to determine the bigness that heaven has put within us. Yes, those things need breakthrough. Yes, those things need prayer. Yes, those things need a shifting. But sometimes the biggest shift that can happen is right here. It's a mindset. And so I'm gonna pray for people this morning and believe that God's gonna do something, that there's gonna be something shifting in the way we see our situation, the way we see our world. Let's pray right now. Father, in Jesus' Name, I pray for Your hand upon Your church, upon Your children. I pray right now that You guide them, that You be with them, that You protect them, Lord, I pray for us, let us not think small. Let us not believe small. Let us not hope small. Let us not be those people that just preserve the situation and say, we're just holding on, we're just holding on. No, let us be people that will take territory, even when it seems unusual. Let us be people that'll get a building, even when it seems crazy. Let us be people that'll start something, that'll step into the new, that'll start a circle, that'll start a ministry, that'll start to serve, that'll start to give, that'll start to step out. Why? Because you are a big God and you've called us to do big things. A big daddy has big kids. And I thank You, Lord, that every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming from our Father who is in heaven. Lord, I just declare Your blessing and I thank You for miracles, testimonies and breakthroughs and more than anything, mind shifts that'll happen as we 
have come around your word this morning. In your name we pray and everybody says, Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the service. I know that uh, God's done a great and mighty thing in this place. I want to say God's blessing over you. And I believe God has got great things, great things, great things. Downpour, get excited. Great things. Great things are coming our way. Come on. Let that attitude shake off and let's put on that garment of praise. Great things coming our way. I cannot wait to see you next week. We want you to know we love you. We're thinking of you. We're praying for you. God bless you. Bye for now.